0: you ever experienced an unintended consequence from a government policy that has directly impacted your life? Throughout this podcast, you will learn of unintended consequences of various government policies put in place. This podcast will consist of recordings from James Cipolla, Adam Zakrashik, and Nathan Law. Each of us will go into detail about how these unintended consequences have affected things like criminal justice, education, schooling, and economic opportunity. I, James Cipolla, will be talking about the unintended consequences of government policies related to education and schooling. Adam Zakharasik will be going into detail about how the unintended consequences of redlining affect criminal justice and how it is unfair for certain people. And Nathan Law will go into detail about how the consequences of government policies affect economic opportunity. I hope you enjoy our podcast.
1: (laughs) Part one with James Cipolla.
0: My name is James Cipolla, and today I'll be trying to answer the overarching question of how does government policies affect the topics of criminal justice, education, schooling, and economic opportunity. I'll be focusing on education and schooling, and how government policies and some of the unintended consequences have affected. Education and schooling in more areas than others. In an article named "Why America's Public Schools Are So Equal," this article goes into detail about how the public schools in different areas around the United States are vastly different from neighborhoods affected by redlining. They do, these neighborhoods affected by redlining do not have access to all the tools of that public schools in better neighborhoods do. The schools in these worse neighborhoods don't have access to computers and things such as guidance counselors like other schools in better neighborhoods around the country do. This lack of resources already put these young children at a disadvantage of kids in better neighborhoods and it is due to the lasting effects of redlining. In an article named Teaching in Rough Neighborhoods, it goes into detail about teaching in neighborhoods that were affected by redlining. These schools that were in the neighborhoods affected by redlining are much different than schools that are in better neighborhoods not affected by redlining. In these schools affected by redlining, it makes it harder for the students to learn and the teachers to teach because they do not nearly have the same amount of resources as kids do in better neighborhoods. It makes it very hard for the students to learn and it puts them at a disadvantage because they're not learning nearly as much as students and better neighborhoods that were not affected by redlining. In the last article that I did research on, which was named the effects of poverty on education, this article explains the neighborhoods and areas of the inner city affected by poverty and the students that learn in them. These students do not learn nearly as much as the students that are from better neighborhoods and from the suburbs. It talks about how These schools in the poor areas are not getting the funding they need to prepare these students for the future and they do not nearly have the same amount of resources as schools in wealthy areas do. The articles that I did research on were mainly very similar in the fact that all the schools that were talked about in poor areas were not preparing the students as well as other schools in wealthier areas were for the future because of the lack of funding and they did not have the same resources as the schools from wealthier areas. This is a direct consequence of the government policy of redlining, and it affects the students, teachers, and schools in these affected areas because they are already a step behind of the students that learn in better neighborhoods because of the increased funding and more resources in the better neighborhoods. The unintended consequence of redlining are still affecting many people today and will throughout the future, and it is a major negative impact on schooling in poorer neighborhoods throughout the United States.
1: Part Two with Adam Zucrasik. The government's policies have unintended consequences, which affect various topics in society. In this part of the podcast, I'll be focusing on how criminal justice system gets affected by the government policies that makes it unfair for certain people due to redlining. These people that get affected from the redlining and government policies are the ones from minority groups, such as African-Americans and Hispanics. To start, some of the policies that cause the criminal justice system to be unfair may include how they are arrested, convicted, and sentenced. An article from the Sentencing Project clearly states that African-American adults are 5.9 times likely to be incarcerated than whites, and Hispanics are 3.1 times likely. This displays how the criminal justice system can have a racial inequality as men who are not white can get into prison more. Authorities also seem to arrest colored people more as well. They get convicted faster by judges, and these convictions would allow these men and women to be sentenced to longer sentences, while the whites will maybe have half this time for the same crime. You may ask, where does the redlining come in from, the criminal justice system being unfair? Well, when these unjustified men get released from prison or jail, they have a harder time in the free world. The African-Americans and Hispanics are not getting the same benefits as white Americans do in prison. When they get When they get convicted by White judges, they are denied of parole or proper benefits in prison. There is no equal treatment for these men and women. There needs to be a government policy that grants any man or woman of any race or background to get the right to parole or benefit um, when they have convicted the same crime These men and women are not only experiencing redlining from parole and benefits, but when they are being released from these jails, they are also being denied from jobs and many more opportunities. An article from Campbellville University states that minority men and women have little access to quality education and limited access to jobs that pay well they ever denied the opportunities of having a successful life. The government needs to ha- make policies to help these men and women that just come out of prison, not just white Americans, but Americans from the min- minorities too. So as we can see from this part of the podcast, the criminal justice system does get affected by the government's policies and makes it unfair for some people, as redlining denies them the further opportunities to better their lives. Part 3 with Nathan Law.
2: My topic for how governmental policies had many unintended consequences is, how did redlining affect the economic opportunity of African Americans, and how does it affect them now? Despite it being outlawed in 1968 by the Fair Housing Act, it still affects African-Americans today. Redlining now, according to Lynette Gustafaro for USA Today, a recent study showed that majority non-white school districts receive around $23 billion less than other school districts. Due to the funding being so low, teachers and other educators cannot get paid sufficient amounts in order to stay at the inner city schools. This is an example of how redlining took away the opportunity for a good education, or any education at all, making it near impossible for black people to go to college or get a high-paying job. This, in turn, affects the economics of the African-American community because they would have nothing to do if they couldn't afford school, so many resorted to crime to pay for their basic necessities, such as food or water or shelter. Also, redlining made it impossible for families to build generational wealth. Meaning wealth that is passed down from generation to the next. This made sure that blacks would blacks would have to start from the bottom over and over again. So getting to the top and out of poverty is extremely difficult. Now, this is not just for blacks. Redlining has also affected other ethnic groups such as Latinos and Asians. So redlining affected Latinos in the same way that it affected black people and Asian people by taking away mortgage loans and other stuff like that so the way that people have combated redlining throughout um history is through opportunity zones and bringing light to racist uh laws thank you can you So today in our podcast, we learned from Adam about redlining and how it affected criminal justice. From James Cipolla, we learned about how redlining affected schooling for minorities and how we learned to fix it. And from me, we learned about how redlining affected the economic opportunities of minority groups. So we learned how to...